welcome to the Red Sunflowers podcast. I'm Valerie. And I'm Grace. And we are two pals who enjoy chatting about real life and our experiences of it as Catholics. We are excited to be able to share some of those conversations with you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back. <laughs> speedy. Yeah, that was speedy. Rapid. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Red Sunflowers podcast. We are, as always, Grace and Valerie, Mm -hmm. and we are in the month of April 2022, and uh, we're happy to have you. And you may have noticed there's a little bit of a spoiler upon the table of which saint we're talking about today in our saint series, so we'll let you figure that out. Audio listeners, um, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out soon enough. Um, Oh, and our intention this month is for, and this will also kind of give it away. It could give it away, potentially. Um, Is for all who have been away from the sacrament of reconciliation, that they may make a return to the sacrament. So, you want to play? Yeah. (laughs) so at this point, is it okay to, to reveal the name? Sure, reveal. Okay. So um, for the prayer, I just read. So, okay. Our saint is Saint Faustina. <laughs> Yay! Um, <clears throat> and as I was, like, kind of going through some of her quotes, there was this one I read that I was like, oh, that would make a good prayer. So I'm just going to use that. Good. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O my Lord, inflame my heart with love for you, that my spirit may grow weary amidst the storms, the sufferings, and the trials. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. I'm realizing after I read it, I'm like, that's kind of a weird opening prayer, but we're just going to go with it. Whatever. It's It's not. Yeah. Prayer is prayer. Prayer is prayer. And Faustina is bringing it. Mm-hmm. oh yeah i feel like she always brings it she does yeah she's got a lot to say so i have not read uh the diary of saint faustina but here it is um it's hefty mm-hmm. it's very very hefty and what i love yeah so as i said i have not read it but in this book and maybe in all the different versions um the the text that's bolded is what jesus said to her mm-hmm. and then the text that um so like for example this paragraph right here oh wow that's great um the first part said the lord said to me and then in bold i am delighted with your love your sincere love is as pleasing to my heart as the fragrance of a rosebud at morning tide before the sun has taken the dew from it the freshness of your heart captivates me that is why I unite myself with you more closely than with any other creature. That's a good one. I didn't write that one down, but... That is good, yeah. It's really good. So, yeah, so it's just maybe someday, maybe someday I'll read all of this, but, um, yeah, so. Are we ready to dive in? Yeah. To our quotes? Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay, fantastic. Do you want to start? Are you itching? Um, I don't care. Do you? Um, you can go for it. Okay. So, 
this is actually, I think, the first quote I came across, and I was like, ooh, all right, starting off. Um, yeah, starting off with a bit of a doozy. If the angels were capable of envy, they would envy us for two things. One is receiving is the receiving of Holy Communion, and the other is suffering. Oh, I was not expecting that. Because when I said, okay, one is receiving of Holy Communion, I was like, okay, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then read a little more, and the other is suffering. I was like, uh, what? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so that was a bit, yeah, wasn't expecting that. Um, But then I read another quote that she had, and... I'm just going to read the first part of it. Um, Suffering is a great grace. Through suffering, the soul becomes like the Savior. So I was kind of like, uh, okay, Mm -hmm. things are starting to click. One of those that at first is like, what? Then it's like, okay, yeah. And it's then kind of like, um, you know, suffering unites us to Christ and it conforms us to him. Um, And then even, I think we've, like, kind of talked about this a little bit before, but, like, in some ways it's, like, um, a shared experience with Mm -hmm. him because everything we're suffering, he has also suffered. And so that, like, brings a unique closeness to him. Um, So really, like, these two things that if they were capable of envy, they would envy us for are the two things that bring us closest to him, Mm -hmm. like receiving Holy Communion and suffering that's like those are the two moments of intimacy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i was like oh that makes sense that does and that's actually really beautiful <laughs> that is wow yeah. definitely a good reminder when you are suffering mm-hmm. yeah yeah hmm. that's great yeah yeah she she write i mean again i haven't read much of her diary but seems that she's written quite a bit about suffering mm-hmm. and because she yeah suffered quite a bit and there was um let's see if I can find it here oh yeah there's this quote that um yeah is is also just like a really good reminder in yeah just as we're growing in our spiritual lives she says I know well that the greater and more beautiful the work is, the more terrible will be the storms that rage against it. Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and so you just think about, like, her in particular, but also just, like, all the saints and all of the great and beautiful works that they did. It makes sense that they suffered a lot because the storms were raging against them. Uh, because, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think even, like, on a more, like, personal level and, like, maybe you could say, like, a smaller scale, even, like, the beautiful work that the Lord is doing in our soul, that even, like, to that yeah does that make sense so even like the work that he's doing in us mm-hmm. when he's really working in our soul the devil's gonna be oh, yeah. working against that oh yeah so, yeah oh yes 
yeah, I even thought like, huh, not, yeah, how do I say this? Um, I guess like, I'm not trying to say that this podcast is a great and beautiful work, but we're talking about the Lord and the amount of like technical issues that have come up over, you know, the past, however long we've been doing this now, year and a half or so. Actually, yeah, I think this is the 18th episode. So Mm, yeah. Um, it's just like, it can be extremely frustrating, but like that is that is, yeah, what Satan wants to do is create, yeah, create these storms so that we can become discouraged and give up. But the beautiful thing, as you said, like with the suffering is that those are moments, if we allow it to, those are moments where we can become closer to Christ. And it's not like a punishment. It's not like the Lord is like, (laughs) good luck with that one. But he's actually saying, oh yeah, I've been there and I want you to be near to me in this and I want you to find rest on my chest. Um, Yeah. Which is a good thing to remember too because sometimes it's like, Lord, why are you doing this to me? I'm trying here mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I'm trying for you. Mm-hmm. So help a girl out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but... I guess just that invitation to remember what suffering is and what the Lord wants to do in it. And divine providence. Yeah. How he uses it for good. And for souls, which Faustina was also very much, yeah, mm-hmm. very much, um, how do I want to say? dedicated to the salvation of souls Mm -hmm. and offering her life in that to that end Mm -hmm. which is lovely yes it is that's um yeah actually i have a quote i didn't have it marked as one Mm -hmm. that i thought i might talk about but it does talk about that um and says, we do not know the number of souls that is ours to save through our prayers and sacrifices. Therefore, let us always pray for sinners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very beautiful. Yes. <laughs> oh. I actually read something. I didn't write it down either, but, or I didn't, you wrote yours down, but I didn't. Anyway, um, I saw something here in her diary about, um, someone who came, I guess, like to the convent and like wanted to join, but dang, I wish I could, would have written it down. Um, cause I have no clue where it was at, but, um, but they had to turn her away. And she said that that day she suffered a lot that Faustina was like, mm. um, yeah. And I don't know what it was. I can't remember now if it was like, um, Yeah, I'm not sure, but I want to say just some sort of darkness came over her and uh, she was she was praying for this person um, who had to be turned away. And it's just like, oh man, like that is really beautiful mm-hmm. to be so dedicated to the salvation of souls that you 
take on their own burdens, even when if you don't even know them, and you're starting to feel the pains of the pains that they feel, but for their good. Like, oh man. Mm-hmm. And again, ouch, but also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, can you? Yeah. It just has me kind of thinking. Like, can you imagine? Like, just going into the grocery store, and all you know, just all. <laughs> Of like the brokenness we encounter everywhere. I mean, you don't have to look far. Mm-hmm. And just, can you imagine like actually physically feeling that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. That well, I can't imagine that because yeah. that's more than I. Yeah. But that is yeah, very interesting to think about. Like, mm-hmm. oh man. Yeah. 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 But then also, yeah, to be able to accept that. As a gift, too. Yeah. It's just really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The beauty of redemptive suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, yeah. Recognizing it as an invitation to, yeah, for the good of others. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that is very beautiful. Yeah. I have one other quote from her on suffering. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sufferings ad. Oh, sorry. That word always trips me up. Okay. <laughs> I see you, mister. Right. <laughs> I, I might say it wrong. Okay. Sufferings, adversities, humiliations, failures, and suspicions that have come my way are splinters that keep alive the fire of my love for you, O Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And there's a couple, I feel like, interesting things here. One, I like that she uses splinters to describe these things Mm -hmm. because, well, a couple things. One, Part of me is like, okay, splinters, tiny pieces of the cross, tiny pieces of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're insignificant, but that they are just smaller and, mm-hmm. you know, yep. not to diminish it. But, um, yeah. But then, too, think about how, like, tiny splinters, but how much it hurts. Like, you mm-hmm. get a splinter and you're like, dang, dang like, I need you this out right now. This hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, yeah. <laughs> or paper cuts. I've got yeah. a paper cut right now. And mm-hmm. man, it's really bothering me because it's right on like the... Oh, uh, yeah, that's a bad spot for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. 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 But so yeah, sometimes even the smallest things, how they really mm-hmm. bother you. <laughs> yes, yes. How it's almost like... It's not even always the pain, but the irritation of it just mm-hmm. like being there and not... Like, it's just painful enough that it's really annoying. Yes. <laughs> that it's like, I know this won't kill me, but it will annoy the heck out of me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And then also, like, trying to wrap my brain around the idea that these, like, that she's seeing these things, that they're keeping alive the fire of love for Jesus. That it's like that is what is feeding your love for him Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's yeah 
that's just such a that's just hard for me to wrap my brain around because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times in my like best moments I'm like all right lord I will bear down mm-hmm. and suffer this for you mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> with yeah. gritted teeth yes <laughs> and that's like best moments mm-hmm. so like looking at it and being like this is what is feeding my love mm-hmm. it's like Dang. Yeah. Dang. Feeding the fire. Hmm, really? Not quenching the fire? Yeah. Because. Yeah, not um, putting it out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, extinguishing a little bit. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, very beautiful. And that, did, yeah, that means she, she saw him in every pain. Mm-hmm. and every pain must have reminded her of him mm-hmm. instead of herself you know like yeah oof. That, yeah that's great hmm. I feel like the word like beautiful soul is just like such a great way to describe her yeah. like oh man <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Just oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, let's see what shall I go to next. Here's so here's one that I think um yeah. Sorry. Here's one that I think a lot of us can perhaps relate to. Or, yeah. So she says, I will not allow myself to be so absorbed in the whirlwind of work as to forget about God. I will spend all my free moments at the feet of the Master hidden in the Blessed Sacrament. He has been tutoring me for my most tender years. Mm. <laughs> isn't that great mm-hmm. oh, and, and I think especially that first sentence like not all of us can spend all of our free moments at the feet of the master mm-hmm. um, but well yeah hidden in the blessed sacrament uh-huh. but we can give him perhaps we can give him what we have and yeah I just think that first sentence I will not allow myself to be so absorbed in the whirlwind of work as to forget about God. Because I think that that, yeah, I think that that happens a lot. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You, you know, you can even like start your day, you know, prayerfully. And then you get on and you start doing your tasks and you get to work or you do whatever. And it's like, have I even like, since like I prayed this morning, have I even thought about the Lord? You know, have I even given this project to him? Have I even stopped for, you know, it just, it can and it does happen. Mm-hmm. And I I also just love like her, um, her firmness and her resolve saying, I will not allow myself mm-hmm. yeah. to be so absorbed. Mm-hmm. Because again, this beautiful soul wanted to be so, be absorbed only in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um 
yeah. And I guess that's just something, yeah. I don't know. Something that I think is good for us all to reflect on, like, yes, we are not. Probably if you're listening, uh, yeah, you're probably not a nun or a religious. Mm -hmm. You might be. Um, (laughs) If you are. Hey, hi, <laughs> welcome. So happy to have you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, probably not like that. Probably not, but if so, we're happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's, I don't know, it's just, it, I guess, important to remember the dignity of work, I guess, number one. But then also, like, it's given dignity by the Lord and how, yeah. Even like the most mundane tasks can be lifted as a prayer. You know, like, yeah. Something I've also been thinking about is like moms Mm -hmm. and how much work they do and how little they are recognized. Mm -hmm. And also how I'm not a mom, but I, I feel like one day if I am a mom, it will be hard for me to I feel like it will be very easy I'll say it this way for Satan to come in and say that what I'm doing is not important mm-hmm. you know yeah. like well especially if I'm a stay at home mom someday like mm-hmm. um, I, I just feel like that's a very easy lie to believe mm-hmm. um, when in reality you're doing some of like the most important work Oh, yeah. Is raising children. But for whatever reason, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't speak to this since I'm not a mom, but for whatever reason, I think that that will be hard for me um, to feel important Mm -hmm. in that role. When I know, like, moms are so important. (laughs) What you do is so important, moms. Mm -hmm. You stay at home, moms. You working mom. I mean, like, you guys, you ladies do so much. So if that's a lie that you're believing, take it to the Lord because it's a lie. Um, But I guess, I don't know. Sorry, I'm kind of like going all over the place. I guess just this idea that work is important. The big things we do are important. The little things we do are important. But no matter what it is, if you're like, (laughs) yeah, if you own some like huge corporation or if you, you know, are doing laundry and dishes and wiping butts, it all should be a prayer, should become a prayer to the Lord. It should be offered yeah, it should be offered back to the Lord. And I guess like avoid the temptation to, like I'm saying this to myself included, avoid the temptation to get absorbed in the whirlwind of it all. Mm-hmm. And I also heard something, uh, which maybe I may have said this on here before, but I heard something before that said, um, don't, live a busy life live an active life Mm -hmm. but do not live a busy life and Mm -hmm. that has stuck with me Mm -hmm. 
And and I love that a lot. I love that. Yes. I love that. That is great. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And I think that that is, I mean, I think that's what the saints learned to do. Mm-hmm. Whether they were contemplative or active or yeah. semi-contemplative, you know, or, mm-hmm. or if they were moms or if they were, you know, wives, whatever. They learned to be active, but not busy. Because I think, I think, here's how I distinguish it in my brain. Busy Mm -hmm. is like, kind of like aimlessly wandering about, Mm -hmm. always on the verge of losing your mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If not already lost your mind. Active is, in this sense, because we are Christian and we are Catholic, active is centered on Christ. Mm -hmm. Everything you do flows from him and goes back to him. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think kind of like in a practical way, like I think about the mass, you know, if you're a daily mass goer or if you're a week, uh, weekly mass goer, whatever it is, like that should be kind of like, whoopsie, um, <laughs> to like paint, yeah, kind of paint a picture. Like the mass should be the center that kind of grounds everything else. Your activities, your chores, your work, your play, your leisure, like everything should be grounded in the worship of the Lord and everything should flow from that as well. That's why, you know, talk about uh, the source and the summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. he is the source and the summit, especially in, yeah, in the holy sacrifice of the mass. And so I just... I, I just love that. And it, it stuck with me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Have an active life, not a busy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> um, I think you described the difference between busyness and active, being busy and being active very well. Like when I think of active, the word that comes to mind is intention. Mm. Like everything you're doing has intention. Like there's discernment behind it. There is prayer behind it. Like, okay, is this what the Lord wants me to do? Yes or no? Okay, then like you're doing it, but you're walking with him every step of the way. And like you said, it's for him where busyness is just like, oh, everyone else is doing things, so I should probably be doing things. I'm not doing enough. I got to be doing more. And it's just this like insane madness where you're going from here to there doing this and that. And like you said, you're like losing your mind. Mm-hmm. And life, years are going by and you're like, what? What have I done? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm doing things all the time, and yet nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. You know that it's yes. just this state of madness, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And I think living an active life can look very different mm-hmm. for people. Yes, and I think that's something interesting to think about and reflect on. Like depending on um, your vocation or just your state in life where you're at um, or what the Lord's calling you specifically to do. Um, because for like religious and active and active life for them, in a sense, not in like, like that's going to get confusing. Okay. Scratch that. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, an active life can look different for different people. It can mm-hmm. look different for a mom, dad, priest, sister, mother, mm-hmm. you know, all of them. Yes. It looks it looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I think it comes back to, to the intention. And like, I think it's St. Therese. I don't remember the quote exactly. Oh. And now it's like totally escaping me. But it's something along the lines of like, It's totally gone. Sorry. <laughs> but it, it touches on this uh-huh. of like um, asking God what he wants you to do and then just doing that. Mm-hmm. Like not doing more or less for the sake of feeling better or worse, but just being like, okay, what do you need me to do? And being faithful to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hmm. I love the, Yeah. I love what you said about um, an act of life is intentional. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes I think that sometimes busyness is a result of us trying to us trying to find our worth in how much we do. I think that that happens a lot too. Absolutely. Especially in our Absolutely. The American. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, the more you do, the better you are. Like mm-hmm. the, the more you're worth. The more you're worth. Mm-hmm. The because more valuable of a human you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The harder you work, the more money you're making. Mm-hmm. So you are worth more. Mm-hmm. These are all lies, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's such a lie that I think is ingrained in people in a very young, in a very young age. Mm-hmm. So I think... <laughs> But on the flip side, like someone living an active life. Active? Did I say act of? I don't know what I'm saying. I think you said active. Active. I think, okay. Yeah. I heard act of in my oh, mind. Okay. <laughs> active life. Someone living an active life. Instead, like their works flow from who they know that they are, which mm-hmm. is a beloved child. Instead of trying to earn something Again, everything just flows from that place where you're rooted in your identity in Christ. Mm. And so it's like, yeah, just very different ways of living. And I, But at the same time, I think like we all perhaps have kind of like a mixture of that going on, mm-hmm. maybe in different areas of our life, a yeah. mixture of busyness and, um, and being active. Um, but ju- yeah. Just something something to think about. And you're right, I think it does look different for different people. Some people are more naturally, like, go-getters. Mm-hmm. So, like, to us, they may seem busy, but maybe they are just being active and well-discerned and intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, again, yeah, that's something between you and the Lord mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, to discern. But, yeah, who we, yeah, we get that very confused what makes us what gives us our identity and it's Mm -hmm. not how much we do Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I think sometimes if you're looking out at other people who are active and like you said more go-getters so they are doing you know a fair bit of work um i guess maybe from the outside it can 
I can see where it could be difficult to like tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Not that we need to be like looking at other people and be like, are you busy or are you active? Yeah. You busy? Mm-hmm. You active? You, busy? you busy? Yeah, yeah. You look <laughs> Seems like you're a little busy. (laughs) Try being active. Yeah. Yeah. We're not Not, trying to make you judgmental. No, 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 no. That is not the goal. But just for like our own Mm self-reflection. If you're wondering like, okay, am I that type of active person or am I busy? Mm -hmm. Like just some discernment for yourself. Um, I would say like go back to the the role or the not the role rule or like rule i don't i don't know what word i'm looking for here (laughs) but like or piece of advice um of like look at the fruits of your work Mm -hmm. like are you just feeling burnt out like you're on the verge of losing your mind um like you have nothing left to give super overwhelmed frustrated you know all of those things mm-hmm. then that's i would say i mean obviously still discern pray maybe talk with somebody but i would say a lot of times that's busyness and you're burning out mm-hmm. um but if you're looking you're like oh i actually like am noticing like a growth of charity within myself i'm noticing um like uh deepened faith and, um, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, then it's like, okay, basically just look at the fruits mm-hmm. and see, um, what you're noticing within your own heart mm-hmm. and not to say the active life, active and active life is always going to be cheery, happy, mm-hmm. easy, mm-hmm. joyful, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, sunshine and, and lollipops. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I would say an interior piece and an overall like noticing a growth and in charity Mm -hmm. and holiness is are good signs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're quick to lose your peace, like if you're kind of noticing that that's something to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, why does this keep happening? Why am I? Yeah. That's something definitely to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Like, is it just... That was my phone. <laughs> I always hold it on my lap to uh, to time our episode, and it went sliding down. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, good. Look at the fruits. Look at the state of your heart. And is it like, okay, I don't have peace because I'm just lacking, you know, patience and I'm just irritable and blah, blah, blah. And the Lord's inviting me to grow there, which of course he is. But, Mm -hmm. or is it that I'm doing something, like I'm burnt out Mm -hmm. and there are things I need to trim away? Yeah, like am I taking on tasks he never asked me to take on Mm -hmm. (laughs) that are not bearing good fruit? Mm -hmm. Then, yeah. Yes might be time for a little trimming mm-hmm. a little pruning yeah yeah cut away those um split ends mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> those weeds yeah <laughs> okay you have something you want to 
Uh, sure. Um, okay, so... St. Faustina says, One hour spent at the foot of the altar in the greatest dryness of spirit is dearer to me than a hundred years of worldly pleasures. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One hour spent at the foot of the altar in the greatest dryness of spirit is dearer to me than a hundred years of worldly pleasures. I don't know how to word this in a way that is not really weird. <laughs> so I'm just going to go for it. Okay. I feel like she just totally had, like, the eyes of her soul, her spiritual eyeballs, had 20-20 vision. Like, <laughs> I love that. She knows what's <laughs> up. Because everyone else is looking at that, and we're like, eh, yeah. You know, yeah. And she's like, no, I can see. I yes. know. It's like, I mean, dang. Uh-huh. Lord, give me eyeballs like that. <laughs> I think my eyeballs in my soul need some classes. <laughs> yeah. Should that be the name of this episode? Her spiritual eyeballs had 2020 vision. <laughs> guess who? Yeah, yeah, guess who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, like, she just saw these things so clearly. And it's like, they're true. Yes. Like, these things are so true. Yes. And, man. Yeah. I, d- I don't even know what to s- Yeah. I don't know what to comment on this. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. And it's good, and it's true. And, yeah. I'm also just thinking of Martha and Mary and how... Mary chose the better part being at the foot of Christ, feet of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me St. Faustina definitely did the same thing in her life. Mm -hmm. And even would choose to be there in the greatest dryness Mm -hmm. of spirit. Yeah. That's great. That's loyal. Mm -hmm. That is a loyal friend of the Lord. Yeah. Do you have something? Oh, go ahead. Are you sure? I was totally about to change gears a little bit. Um, You go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just going to... I probably should have read this before the last one, but entrust everything to me. So this is... I presume Jesus talking to her. I actually got this offline, so it wasn't, I didn't find it in the book, but entrust everything to me and do nothing on your own, and you will always have great freedom of spirit. Entrust everything to me, do nothing on your own. And I think that just kind of goes back to the, uh, the work that we were talking about. And, um, 
yeah, just the dignity of it and how it should always be offered to the Lord. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Um, sorry, I had a thought, but then I realized I don't really know if I'll be able to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talk about that very, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, there is even just like, at the end of that, it says, and you will always have great freedom of spirit. There is just like a freedom in just kind of like, even if it's like at the beginning of your day, just kind of imagining yourself. I've recently, okay, I will share this. I've recently been imagining myself like when I go to mass, I imagine my, like I place my heart on the altar and I imagine mm-hmm. myself just kind of like going like this and kind of mm-hmm. like bowing to the Lord and putting it on the altar. And there is like a freedom in just saying like, just take it, mm-hmm. take everything that's on it, take all the people mm-hmm. that you've put in my life, everyone that's dear to me, everyone you've entrusted to me, um, every situation in my life, all of my work, all of my sufferings, all of my joys, tears, sorrow, like everything, mm-hmm. sins, brokenness, take it. And it's just, uh, which is a great thing to do, but then to go back to mm-hmm. throughout your day throughout your work day or whatever your day-to-day looks like I think is really important to have that surrender because really this heart is the Lord's Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um it's not mine to hoard or to try to yeah and so just to give everything back to him I guess is the disposition of heart that I'm trying to get at here um and that I guess Faustina is also trying to get at in this quote yeah. Or yes, Jesus said it to her. Entrust everything to me and do nothing on your own and you will always have great freedom of spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Nice. <laughs> what were you going to say? Or do you, or are you switching say? gears? Um, I realized it what I was going to say ties into one of my quotes and I think I want it to be the closing one. Ooh. So not that to like, I don't know. Don't like build your expectations high, but it's just a note that I'm like, I think that'd be a good closing note. So, okay. It's not like revolutionary (laughs) by any means. (laughs) Um, but do you, are you, do you have another one? Do you want want me to go? Yeah. I only have like one or two more. Okay. Um, So this, oh, well, it says in there. Never mind, I'm just going to read it. (laughs) Today the Lord said to me, Daughter, when you go to confession to this fountain of my mercy, the blood and water which came forth from my heart always flows down upon your soul and ennobles it. Mm, I think I did come across that one. Mm, I'm going to read it again. Yeah. Yeah, It's so beautiful. (laughs) Today the Lord said to me, Daughter, when you go to confession to this fountain of my mercy, the blood and water which came forth from my heart always flows down upon your soul and ennobles it. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That is beautiful. And, yeah. I mean, it just creates a beautiful... I mean, it's just... The imagery is just mm-hmm. spot on. Um, that's an understatement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, 
it paints a beautiful image and I think it's a great image to take to confession. Like when you're in the confessional or like maybe before or after when you're praying, um, to like kind of do some imaginative prayer and like imagine yourself at the foot of the cross and you're right by Jesus and they pierce his side and the blood and water is flowing out onto you, which sounds maybe a little bit graphic, but just like this idea of just like, yeah, just that image. And you can kind mm-hmm. of, you know, it's your prayer. You can, yeah. <laughs> yes. whatever, I'm not gonna, yeah, put stipulations, whatever. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Um, so there's that, that I think like having images like that and prayer always really helps me to like stay focused and kind of, yeah, Mm -hmm. just find it helpful for myself. Um, and then that last part that like this flows down upon your soul and and ennobles it. And I had to look up what ennoble means Mm -hmm. because I was like, I think I can a general idea, but I'm not entirely sure. Yes. And so the definition is lend greater dignity or nobility of character to. And some similes are bestow honor on, elevate, add dignity to. Just like, oh, man. Mm. Oh, man. As if it wasn't already bomb enough. Mm-hmm. Then like, wow. Yes. What was the second lift up? What to was- uh, bestow honor on, elevate, elevate. And add dignity to. Mm. How about that? Elevate, yeah. like mm-hmm. the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It confession is very difficult, and I don't want to undermine that. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes. Which, I mean, I'm not, like, this can happen with any of the sacraments and with anyone can do this. I can do this. I've done this. Um, Gets, like, and if you don't agree with this, let me know, but, like, a bad rap because it's difficult and it's, like, which, again, maybe, I don't know. Sen- sure, like, but just like uh, a, I've got to go to confession. Yeah, yes, it's like, oh, I've got to go, I've got to go tell him everything I did wrong. And it's just, which again, it's very hard. So I, I totally, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like to go to confession with like this in mind of picturing yourself at the foot of the cross, the blood and water flowing over your soul with the idea of like cleansing your soul and lifting it up of adding dignity. Like Mm -hmm. the Lord wants to add dignity to you. And it's just, ah, man, it's just so good. (laughs) Yeah. That is really good. There's this, um, who is, uh, Benedict the 16th. And I wish I would have written it down. I've, I've seen it multiple times today when I was at work. I was um, trying to, yeah, do uh, promote, not promote sounds weird, but um, communicate uh, 
the confessions that we're having at our parishes. And I found this great quote by Pope, Pope Benedict the 16th. And it said, it's something like man must confess his sins. And then I forget what the next part is, but then it says, um, Basically, man must confess his sins to put into effect in his heart and his life what the cross has already done. So mm. the cross has already mm. bestowed that forgiveness mm-hmm. and that blood and water pour has been poured out mm-hmm. um, for, for the forgiveness of sins because of divine mercy. But man has to confess to, for that to take effect in his life and in his heart. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. And, and I think you're totally right. Sometimes the sacraments can, they're not always received as gift mm-hmm. and they should be mm-hmm. and um, because they are a gift. And so sometimes it, uh, yeah, it may not feel like a gift, but it is. It's the total outpouring of Jesus on us mm-hmm. and of his divine life into us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, that and that, yeah, ennobles. Mm-hmm. I just think here's another image for you. Like, perhaps after you go to confession or just whenever you want to pray with this, you know, like, confession elevates you, he ennobles you. I think about, I've had this image in my mind a few times recently, but I think about Jesus on the cross crucified and I'm in his arms kind of Mm -hmm. cradled like a baby so his arms Mm -hmm. are out like here my head's over here my legs are over here Mm -hmm. and yeah and it's just kind of a beautiful image to kind of sit with and go back to Mm -hmm. because for many reasons but how close are you to his heart in that moment Mm -hmm. how close are you to the blood and the water that's the blood and water that's pouring out of his side is pouring Mm -hmm. upon you Mm -hmm. and um yeah and with with that with being elevated he's mm-hmm. it's like he scooped you up okay mm-hmm. you're mine mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay <laughs> yeah yeah and that is total gift and um yeah so maybe yeah perhaps if you struggle yeah to see the sacraments as gift pray for that grace because mm-hmm. it confession is hard yeah i, I struggled with it for mm-hmm. quite a while <laughs> mm-hmm. and even when i made a more firm resolve to go more regularly it was hard to get my butt there <laughs> mm-hmm. i had to fight battles and it's still it's gotten easier mm-hmm. but it's still a challenge and but it is a beautiful beautiful gift and um yeah yeah let the lord into the struggle he's mm-hmm. he is he's gonna take perfect care of you um and he sees he sees your heart he sees your effort mm-hmm. you make an effort to go oh yeah yeah and how that delights him mm-hmm. do you think about even like if you're kind of like trying to like mentally prepare for it and psych yourself up and you're like oh man really don't want to do this this is gonna be hard this that whatever um think of like 
Jesus, the agony in the garden. Like before where he was like, yeah, just think of that. And it's like in that moment, you can unite yourself to Jesus and the agony in the garden. Mm-hmm. That it's like, that's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a way to console his heart, mm-hmm. to give him a bouquet of roses when he's yeah, mm-hmm. sweating blood. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, do not give up. Do not give up. Yeah. And we haven't really talked about the Divine Mercy image a whole lot, but the Divine Mercy image is here. Mm -hmm. And I snatched this from my desk today because I was like, actually, I put a reminder in my phone. I'm like, (laughs) bring home Divine Mercy image (laughs) to bring here. And um, yeah, I love... So if you don't know, the Divine Mercy image was... um, how would you say, reveals to St. Faustina. Mm-mm. And then she had it painted mm-hmm. and it has become an enormous devotion with the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And um, yeah, I just love the prayer that's at the bottom of most Divine Mercy images that just simply says, Jesus, I trust in you. And um yeah, it's just a great thing to come back to and a great thing to bring with you in the moments leading up to confession. Especially, mm-hmm. like, you know, this month we're praying particularly for people who've been away from the sacrament. Yes, pray, Jesus, I trust in you because he, yeah, he just, he longs for you and. He just longs for your trust, mm-hmm. your trust that your trust in him and that he will receive you with an embrace mm-hmm. and he will, <laughs> he always does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a great little prayer to pray throughout the day or yeah, when you're examining your conscience and maybe mm-hmm. you come to a point in the examination where you're like, oh, mm-hmm yeah, I need to, I need to look into that like that. I think, you know, I'm failing in this particular way. I've sinned in this way. And, and sometimes that stirs up a lot in Mm -hmm. our hearts, a lot of fear, anxiety, guilt, shame, any number of things. Jesus, I trust in you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You died on the cross for me. You will receive the entirety of my heart. I just need to be willing to give it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Good stuff. Mm. Mm. Like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like we should have maybe a whole episode about confession yeah that's like good oh man so it's yeah i feel like there's so much more that could be said mm-hmm. but oh man it's like one of my favorite things to talk about yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love then we it. definitely yeah we should yeah. okay yeah we yeah. should do 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. okay um so i have 
like two more. Okay. Ones, they're both actually pretty like simple. Okay. So do you have one or? I have. So I think I have two more. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know which. I've got a long one and then a not so long one. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to just go for it? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, for whatever. Okay, I'm just going to do this one. Uh, Jesus loves hidden souls. A hidden flower is the most fragrant. I must strive to make the interior of my soul a resting place for the heart of Jesus. And I guess just my commentary on this <laughs> would be, you know, as we were talking about work and, yeah, the difference between being busy and being active. Busyness does not have room in its heart for a resting place for the Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. But an active life would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should also say, like, it's not like, oh, this person's busy. They have no place for the Lord in their life. It's, yeah. There are moments where we all probably shove him out. Mm-hmm. And, and we should all, all the time, have a resting place in our heart for him. It's not, yeah, so just want to make that clear. Um, but ju- yeah, but just something to be cognizant of in your own life. Striving to make the interior of your soul a resting place for the heart of Jesus. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you said there is just kind of like striking and, yeah. Um, we talked about like busyness when we have those moments of busyness or even like sometimes it's longer than a moment mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, periods of busyness and we don't have room for the Lord. Um, I don't know how much sense this will make, but um, kind of like thinking of busyness as like collecting a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like when a room is very cluttered, there's not room for people um and so like just in a like a spiritual sense in your heart to be like constantly decluttering and on like like just keep an eye out for things that are cluttering your heart um until you kind of get to a a place where it's like you kind of know how to live simply Mm -hmm. and I think it takes it can take a long time to get there mm-hmm. um it's like minimalism is a big thing right now yeah um <laughs> there's so many um yeah and like you know i think okay i watch minimalism videos sometimes <laughs> acting like i don't never even heard of it <laughs> calling myself out okay yeah, yeah. i'm a little embarrassed about it whatever <laughs> They're interesting videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stop talking about it. Um, but these, like, people that, like, go hardcore, commit to it, mm-hmm. 
they have to do frequent declutters Mm -hmm. because they're like you just don't even realize you accumulate things you don't realize it because it just you know goes into a closet or it goes into here it goes into there so you don't see it you don't realize how much you have Mm -hmm. um but then eventually like they'll get to like a place where it's like when something comes to their door they'll like recognize it for what it is mm-hmm. um and be like oh that's just going to become clutter i don't need that that's not even going to come in mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so kind of like in a spiritual sense i know that's not super like tangible or practical but just kind of do you, does that make sense mm-hmm. okay like, i'm gonna leave it at that <laughs> i guess like if you're intentional about simplifying your life for the lord mm-hmm. there will like it may be a process but there'll come a time where you will see something and recognize it for what it is and say i don't need that mm-hmm. yeah like goodbye the goal yeah goal that sounds i don't like that word exactly but yeah you know like that eventually it's like okay it won't yeah yeah i'm gonna leave it at that because i'm just gonna get i'm just getting really wordy and <laughs> Spilling my embarrassing secrets on the internet, so <laughs> we are still in Lent. Yeah. Oh, we. You are, are not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hello from the other side. Yeah. yeah. I almost sang that. Ooh. It's a good thing I didn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know how that would have ended. Um. Horribly off key. <laughs> Just another way to. Humble yourself. Yeah, the, yeah. What's that H word? <laughs> yeah. Feels like age. <laughs> yeah, that that's keeps seeming to come up. It does. It does. Very often. Yeah. yeah. I think that mm, a couple times a day. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Do you have another one you want to say? I have one more. It's long, but you've okay. got two, right? Or well, that was one that? of them. Oh, oh. So I have one last one that I think maybe to Great. Wrappy, wrappy up. Okay. Okay. Then I'll do mine real quick. Okay. Every morning during meditation, I prepare myself for the whole day's struggle. Holy communion assures me that I will win the victory. And so it is. I fear the day when I do not receive Holy Communion. This bread of the strong gives me all the strength I need to carry on my mission and the courage to do whatever the Lord asks of me. The courage and strength that are in me are not of me, but of him who lives in me. It is the Eucharist. I really like that. Mm -hmm. I really... (laughs) That first sentence is like, whoa, whoa, girl. Mm -hmm. She just kind of like... She just kind of gets right to it. Yeah. Like, here's oh, how yeah, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Every morning during meditation, I prepare myself for the whole day's struggle. Mm-hmm. She's not kidding herself. She's not waking yeah. up and lying to herself like, today is going to be a great day. I'm going to oh, love every minute. Yes. Yay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and today will be better than yesterday because there's not going to be a cross. No, there's going to be a cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she prepares herself for it. And instead of... Yeah, instead of leaning on her own strength, she says no. It comes from him, and and it comes from him in the Holy Eucharist. And so I just, I think it's beautiful. Uh, this bread of the strong gives me all the strength I need 
to carry on my mission and the courage to do whatever the Lord asks of me. Because how, like, how often, we, like, something comes up, a task or um, <laughs> an individual or, you know, just some sort of situation, uh, cross or burden or something that, um, I'm not saying that a person is a cross or a burden, I should clarify, but just something that, something comes up and we lose our courage, Mm -hmm. we lose our strength, Mm -hmm. but I think, yeah, I guess like in those moments, it's important and necessary to recognize, okay, it's not me. It's not, I don't need to rely on my own courage, Mm -hmm. my own strength, but I need to rely on the Lord and what he's doing and how he, because he, he is the one upholding my life. And, um, yeah, I guess just sometimes like after Yeah. Like after receiving communion, it is good to reflect on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that he is there and that he, yeah, will be your strength and your courage. I, I should have just read it and given <laughs> up because I'm getting real wordy and stumbling too, but great quote. Every morning during meditation, she prepares herself for the whole day's struggle. Good, good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm a little bit of a melancholic too, so that, mm-hmm. I, so I like that. There mm-hmm. might be some like people who are like, oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. That's a great quote. Yep. <laughs> I can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> I feel like we're getting to that point. Yeah, we were just kind actually. Of I think down. I've been here for a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But you okay. have one more thing, and then we have an announcement. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This it seems like a strange one to end on, Ooh. but there is a purpose behind it. Okay. So okay, okay. <laughs> the knowledge of my own misery allows me, at the same time, to know the immensity of your mercy. And, um, I think just like kind of the blaring obvious <laughs> nugget or the, <laughs> to pull away from this. <laughs> nugget. Yeah. What a great word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blaring obvious nugget. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of phrasing is that? All right. Um, <laughs> It made sense to me. I wasn't okay. questioning it. Okay. <laughs> um, is that like, I guess it points to where the focus should be. Like Faustina's talking about how she knows her own misery. She recognizes that the Lord's allowed her to see that. But his intention in doing that is not for her to feel shame or to hate herself it's simply and beautifully to know the immensity of his mercy and so like i feel like as 
you grow in the spiritual life and you grow in knowledge of yourself. And like going back to confession, when you go to confession more, your conscience grows and you recognize your misery, your misery, (laughs) your deep misery. Yeah. And, um, it can feel like, oh, dang, like I'm a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just trying to love the Lord and dang, am I horrible. And it's so easy to, to end up there and to get stuck in that. Um, but the Lord actually will reveal our sinfulness to us, um, for two reasons. There's probably more, but two, um, big ones. One, because he wants to show us the power of his mercy, how deep it is, how, um, just how how it has no bounds. Mm-hmm. His mercy is in some ways almost unfathomable and it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't even have unlimited. Words. Yes, unlimited. Yes. Um, incomprehensible. Yes, yes. Um so that um which is like kind of yeah. And two which comes back to showing how good he is, but he wants um, to heal us because confession is also a healing sacrament. Mm -hmm. And part of healing is recognizing what's broken. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't recognize and acknowledge that um, a wound, um, something that's broken, it can't properly be healed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then in that way, Lord, divine physician. That's a whole other beautiful mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could do a few episodes on that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, and so then I guess with this, again, just like reiterating, um, the focus should always come back to the Lord, mm-hmm. like in all of these things and all these things we talked about, um, and we do talk about it should always come back to the Lord. Like he should be at the center of it all. Mm-hmm. And even like talking about these saints and like talking about Faustina and how amazing they are and how they're incredible and their spiritual eyeballs have 2020 vision. <laughs> like they are good and holy and these are good and beautiful things, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't just get stuck there. We should, recognize like oh okay like her eyeballs have 20-20 vision because the lord gave her those eyeballs mm-hmm. like he wants her to see so that she can share with the rest of us so that in the end we can all see and be united with him mm-hmm. so yeah i'm getting wordy and i don't know if this is making sense anymore but i guess just to say that like the focus should always come back to him mm-hmm. And like with the saints and like sometimes you can be like, wow, they're so much better than me. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, but um, dang, that's a really bad point to lose your train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, It's not the first time it happened. Do you remember 
Yeah. I don't even remember what it was one of our first episodes, if not like our first full one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I think I said, leave you to the wolves or something. And then I yeah. just lost mm-hmm. the rest of my thought. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, that the Lord is what we should always come back to. Yes. The lives yes. of these saints. Yes. So like through <clears throat> them, we should see the way that's, that he's worked. Mm-hmm. ultimately t- then too because that reveals um his character and mm-hmm. who he is because he does all of these things out of mercy and love mm-hmm. that's my yes <laughs> yes yes and ask for their intercession because mm-hmm. they are with him now mm-hmm. and um and though in the especially in those like uh virtues that you see in them that you don't see in yourself like oh like mm-hmm. Faustina trusted so much in the mercy of the Lord, but I struggle. Mm-hmm. Say, yo, <laughs> hey, Saint Faustina, will you please pray for me? Intercede mm-hmm. on my behalf that I may be given that grace of trust that you that you had, because um, I know that the Lord wants to give me that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good reminder. Great. Hmm. Solid. Solid. Is it announcement time? I think it is. Do you yeah. want to announce? You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So we have an announcement. <laughs> um, beginning. So we've been doing this Saint series thing, and I should have checked. What episode are, number are we on for? How many Saints have we covered? Covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. How many Saints have we chatted about? Yeah. <laughs> I think we started in October, okay. I think. So April makes, this is our seventh. Okay. Right? <laughs> Did you get a different number? I think I got a different number, but... Oh, I, I, I but probably I, counted wrong. But I, I think I counted wrong. Oh, yeah, no. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I get on a roll... <laughs> When I'm skip one counting the months mm-hmm. i just keep going oh oh gotcha and so i think i just forgot what month we're in okay that's fine i don't know i added well <laughs> it is confusing because today for us we are still in march yeah we're recording in april i mean yeah i'm just yeah. making Thanks. excuses for yes. <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> oh my gosh how many times we gotta drop my phone but so we, we're going to have one more episode that's going to be Saint Series-esque. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but we have a few ideas a few ideas of what that will look like. So that will be in May, May 19th, Ooh, which is someone's birthday. Mm. Anyway, I'm not going to say who. Um, and then starting in June, so this is, I think we were thinking that this would kind of be, well, I don't know if we thought how long it would be, if it would just be somewhere... I don't know how long it'll take. It might take a while. Yeah. But we are going to do a book study discussion thing. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to let you know in advance in case you also want to journey with us through this book. I've read this book before. Have you read it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Ow. (laughs) Do you ever have... Sorry. I'm really building it up here. I get everybody to start guessing. Do you ever have moments... (laughs) where your neck just kind of like 
tight and like does like a weird little jolt. Oh yeah, tight. yeah. That just uh-huh. happened to me. It's it's like a little lightning bolt goes through your neck muscle. Uh-huh. Okay, Ew. that's just what happened to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the tone that sounded like such like a little kid. That's just what happened to me. Yeah. That just happened to me. Yeah, yeah. real quick and uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Pity me. Longer than it needed to be like oh yeah not that just happened but that just happened to me you know just like <laughs> yes, anywho yes that's funny yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay well so the book that we are going to be discussing is called the friendship of christ it's by robert hugh benson which valerie and i were talking about this before we started if anybody knows the answer to this let us know but why so robert hugh benson was a priest I'm like 99% sure of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Why, does anybody know why in like books, like when it's written by a priest, it doesn't say father beforehand? We were yeah. discussing that because... We would really like to know mm-hmm. because... There have been multiple confusing. books I've read uh-huh. and then I get partway through, I'm like, oh, this guy is a priest. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's probably some sort of reason for it. Mm-hmm. but because some books do have it maybe it's just like older older thing older yeah works. that could be that could be yeah, that could be but regardless um i've read this book it's really really good i mean i thought it was really really good and i think it would be yeah it's uh there's a lot to chew on i guess mm-hmm. i will say mm-hmm. so if you want to follow along with us um order yourself the friendship of christ by robert hugh benson and so we'll start that in june don't i i have no idea how long it's gonna take yeah it's um it's hard yeah it's hard really to hard say. to say until we get yeah. into it and mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah just gonna have to feel it out yeah but yeah. that's yeah, excited about that yeah yeah <laughs> oh it'll be great it'll be summertime yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe we can get ice cream before we record Ooh, yeah oh Okay. Delicious. Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> Just say ice cream and I'm there. Um, okay, that's all. Did you? Uh, I didn't. Um, I I can I can do one. Okay. Do you? Sure, I'll think of something. Well, we don't have to. Go for it. Or do you mm. not want to? <laughs> Oh, we're trying to decide if we're going to do a bit of the month. <laughs> yeah, you're wondering what all this yeah. nonsense is. Do you? Eh, yeah. I can't. Do you want? I'm, eh, eh. Do you not want to? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when we talk without fully talking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It does. It does. It does. Um, oh, I can't decide because I have one. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Or do you want to? Valerie, just go. Okay. <laughs> okay. S- super random, super specific. Mm. When you run into family at the grocery store. That's all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Particularly little kiddos that are super sweet and super cute and 
you're there, you're on a mission. You're like, I just got to get my things taken care of. And then they want, uh, you know, you run into each other and then you chat for a little bit and you just get to see their cute little faces and it's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Precious. Very so. precious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to go a, a similar route. So my nephews, mm-hmm. which I've talked about quite a bit and they've made an appearance in the bit of the month quite a bit. Um, let's just uh, let's see what do I want to pick out about each of them so the old so I've got two nephews the oldest is a goofball and he is he's just like he is just like a little ball of joy and energy mm-hmm. and and sweetness and goofiness and honorness okay so that's Finn so that I guess lots of bits of the month, <laughs> but and then, yeah. So Finn is just like a a little light, a big light actually, and um, and then two. So my nephew Jonah, he, I can't remember if he was by our last recording, but but he's walking now, mm. and the way he walks is so cute (laughs) like I don't know he just has like he's got a very wide stance and he just kind of like wobbles around and it's just so it's so funny to see at first Mm -hmm. but also he's talking more and so he knows like parts of the face pretty well and um he's saying ear but it's ia (laughs) (laughs) and it is so cute and um yeah, that. So, Finn's energy and honorness, Jonah, the way he walks, and his, the way he says ear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> that, yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, we also didn't say Happy Easter. Oh yeah. It feels blasphemous to yeah. do it because it's Lent for us. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, not even on my radar. I know. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh didn't even up to you oh <laughs> I don't know if it picked it up on the microphone but I accidentally made a funny sound with my hands and Valerie mm. and I being the six year old boys that we are laughed yep. okay <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't throw you in there. Me being the six. Oh no. <laughs> what was I gonna? Oh yeah. And kind of, we also didn't mention. Um... <laughs> You're probably like, is this ever? <laughs> this is a really long episode, but kind of part of the reason why we picked Faustina is because this. We're really close to Divine Mercy mm. Sunday, mm-hmm. which is the Sunday after Easter. So, mm-hmm. so that's exciting. Um, all right, have a great. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta shut this thing down. <laughs> Bye. The Red Sunflowers Podcast is a production of Journeys Revealed Ministries. Glorify the Lord by your life. To learn more about this Catholic nonprofit apostolate, visit the website 
journeysrevealed.com. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day.